of the Bill Michaels Show. A little sad news to start off the hour. Not totally upsetting, don't get me wrong. But uh, no Triple Crown winner this year. No Triple Crown winner this year. No, it's not for what you think. Rich Strike, uh, no, did not have tests come back positive. Uh, just that his trainers have said they are not going to run him in the Preakness Stake. They're going to set him up for the Belmont. So no Triple Crown winner this year. Rich Strike, who beat the odds, won the Kentucky Derby, will forego competing at the Preakness in hopes of returning for the Belmont. The decision somewhat of a bummer, but it shouldn't come as a huge surprise. Trainer Eric Reed previously said he does not usually like to run his horses in races so close to one another. And with the Preakness just one week away, he decided to focus on the Belmont instead. And uh, they released a statement, the owners did, obviously with our tremendous effort and win at the Derby. It's very, very tempting to alter our course and run in the Preakness at Pimlico, which would be a great honor for all of our group. However, after much discussion and consideration uh, with the trainer and a few others are going to stay to the plan, which is best for... Uh, Richie is what's best for the group. Uh, you know, Richie, by the way, being the horse. Richie? Richie. They call oh, him Richie. Man. Best for Richie. Uh, so uh, they're going to pass on running in the Preakness and point towards the Belmont in five weeks and uh, go in that direction. So there you go. There you go. Uh, which, you know, is somewhat sad, but I'm still glad that nothing negative came out of any drug tests or anything. I, I just, I, it's funny because now it is everywhere you go, if, if anybody's, you know, down, if anybody's feeling like they can't get it done, the 80 to 1 odds of Rich Strike continue to come up. Well, if Rich Strike can do it, you can, you know, well, first of all, it's a horse, <laughs> you know. Uh, the only area I want to compare myself to a horse in would be a, a, a lower-waisted area. But beyond that, I'm not going to compare myself to a horse. Um, and that is a, a – talk about a long shot. Um, but you, that, that's that's all you hear. So you were kind of hoping that Rich Strike would, you know, run and suddenly capture the imagination of all. But I get it. Look, you, you know, you're dealing with an animal that's going to, first of all, make you millions of dollars. Second of all, it's an animal, you know. It's probably kind of like your baby. You know, you want to take care of it and make sure that it's going to have preservation for years to come. So you you don't want to do something that's going to mess all of that up. But rich strike, not going to happen. Um, let's see here. The uh, Cindy is telling me that the jockey has been suspended from competing for four days as a result of careless riding, according to regular regulatory rulings from the Association of Racing Commission International. Fifth careless riding suspension uh, since September. This must have just happened. What and is that, obviously like, a, like a DUI on a horse? Uh, yeah, I guess. Um Careless riding, uh, in, and I've heard of this before. A friend of mine actually is a, a horse racing enthusiast, and he has always got a, uh, a betting sheet in his hand uh, or on his computer. And uh, careless riding is when you don't open lanes 
when you are going to the whip and you can strike another horse, another rider, it's basically kind of like reckless driving, for lack of a better term. Um, so, I, and I don't know the specifics of any of this. This is just what somebody's hitting me up on the Bud Light live stream telling me. But uh, the jockey for Rich Strike. So I wonder if that's going to eliminate if he's suspended. Um. Uh, uh, apparently while also inflicting injuries due to the misuse of the whip. He was uh, sanctioned for submitting altered and false documents for a physical examination to the West Virginia uh, stewards while also inflicting injuries due to the misuse of a whip. And I don't know if that's injuries to the horse or injuries to someone else. Couldn't tell you. But there you go. So apparently the jockey's in some trouble. Jockey trouble, eh. But jockeys do have a relationship. I mean, when you have um, a, a jockey who knows a horse, runs a horse, trains a horse, um, sometimes jockeys just get on the mount and off they go. But there are times where you have a jockey in your employ that it only rides that particular horse if that horse is that good. Uh, but I remember back years ago, there was a jockey named Pat Day. Pat Day used to run. I used to when I've only been to the track a couple of times. The only time I ever bet on horse racing, two of the three races, I, I won the trifecta one time. And that was like my only time. And I just kind of like dropped the mic and walked away. Um, but uh, Pat Day was riding that day and he had numerous mounts. I think he had like four or five mounts that day. And uh, I think he placed in all of them. But the one that I had bet was was for Pat Day for the win. The horse had really good odds and whatever. And I didn't know anything about betting. And I just happened to win it. And it was like 1100 bucks or something like that. It was like a couple dollar bet. But, uh, but yeah, the jockeys do work a track. And then they'll take numerous mounts. But sometimes you just have one, one jockey, one trainer, one mount. And that's it. If it's a high-end, high-dollar horse. So anyway, I don't know. I'm getting far too into horse racing than I ever thought I would. But uh, the bottom line is Rich Strike not going to be at the Preakness, but more so at the uh, the Belmont. So there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670, This one's from Anthony, who said, uh, all the flopping last night is what I hate about the NBA, but thank God the Bucks won. The Bucks have made me a fan again of NBA basketball. Uh, Scott says, Giannis, such a warrior, even with blood running down his face and getting elbowed by Pat Bucks in six. By the way, smart should be, uh, smart should change sports and play soccer the way he dramatizes everything. Uh, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> you know, my feelings on that. I'll tell you this. Um, Mike says, Hey Bill, uh, I too are meeting some crow today. I bailed on the game out of frustration. Boy, do I regret it. Now, I didn't bail on the game. I stayed with it. Didn't bail on the game last night. I picked the Bucks to lose, but I didn't bail on the game. Mike, you took it a step farther than I did. Uh, Joe says, I called Holiday everything but late for dinner. Glad he listened and picked things up at the end. Now, did you say that before he got on a plane to go to Boston, or maybe you just saw him at the, the Crab Shack or something in Boston, and you called him every day, everything but the late for dinner? Okay. Uh, this is Mark. What a great finish. 
Uh, Smart should get an Academy Award or better yet, a penalty for his grand flopping. Uh, and this is Gary. He says, this is what pisses, pisses me off about the NBA. They have rules for flopping, and yet they don't call it on Marcus Smart. Can you tell me why? I uh, don't know. Don't know. Um, Joshua says, do you think Pat Connaughton ap- apologized to Giannis for splitting his eye open? I'm, I'm sure he went my bad. You know, are you okay? But, no, you know, come on. It, it's, it's, it's a warrior injury. You know, it's not like Pat went, oh, my God. Oh, Giannis, I'm so sorry. And Pat has to sit on the back of the plane the whole way home. It happens. It is what it is. You're both fighting hard for the ball. You're trying to help your team win. It would be no different if, if you know, Smart hit him in the eye. It wouldn't bother me. It just, it's just, it's competition. You know? If he was going up and Al Horford came down, elbowed him in the face, it, you hate it, but so be it. It's It's part of the game. It's not like he was trying to do it. Not like not like Pat was playing ball in the house and went after, you know, Coach Bud said, don't play ball in the house, somebody can get hurt. And then sure enough, it happened. It's not like that. For gosh sakes. Give the man a break. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, Jim says, Smart got up out of bed today and flopped himself back on the floor. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, what else do we have here for? We've got a lot going. There's a lot of emails, a lot of, uh, responses over on the Facebook fan page today. Yeah. Like it. Like it a lot. Um, this is from Fossa says good work deserves recommendation. No recommendation, knowing where to invest, what to invest in, who you trust and how to make a profit. Um, by all means, when you look at this, when you look at the ability for the Milwaukee Bucks to do what they did. It's absolutely awesome. They invested in the right guys at the right time. Bud pushed all the right buttons. You have to give Bud some credit. Completely, uh, completely do. Completely do. Um, what else do we have? There's a lot going on. Uh, Joshua says, uh, great job by Yelich. I feel he's finally back. Uh, thoughts? Um, no. I'm I'm not being rude here. Don't get me wrong, but when it comes to Yelich, you know, it, you can't hit for the cycle and say you're back. You can't hit a grand slam and say you're back. He's been doing it now for a few weeks. His average has steadily gone up. He was hitting 180 at one point. Remember, he was hitting 180 at one point. So for Christian Yelich, I'm not going to say he's back because he's up to 259. But it's it's awesome. It's great. But just let it play out before you start proclaiming things, you know? Now, if you have a feeling that he's coming back, boy, this is looking good, let's hope he can sustain it, I'm 100% there with you. But at 112 at-bats, remember, at 90 at-bats, he was sitting there at like 180, 185. At 112, he's now 259. So I'll take it. You bet. You bet. Go with it, man. Um, but I'm just kind of waiting to see what happens before it's all all said and done. That's all. I, beyond that, I'm not looking for, you know, I'm 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 not looking for you know him to hit 326. Just just be consistent. That's it. Be consistent. By the way, 
when Christian Yelich is looking at a one-ball, no-strike count, just put in the back of your mind, his OPS is 1.333. So if you step up to the plate, Christian Yelich-wise, the pitcher toes the rubber, and he throws one low and away or high and inside, and it's not crossing the plate. On a 1-0 pitch is when he likes to swing the most. He's got four hits and nine at-bats on a 1-0 pitch, a double, a homer, six RBIs, and he's batting 444 with a 133 OPS. Just keep that in the back of your mind. When it counts 2-2, two and two, he's hitting 100 with a 250 OPS. Ooh. Not good. Throwing it out there. There's some deep statistics for you. Uh, we're going to break. We're going to come back. Uh, no Brewers, no Bucks tonight, but, boy, we need a breather. That's okay. We're good with that because tonight you have the release of, well, we already know what the, the home schedule is for the Packers. Now we're going to get the release of the road schedule for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, we can go over a couple of things when we come back, uh, including some of what we heard a little bit earlier. Uh, our buddy, Mr. Heelan, had some things to say about how much credit we should give to Coach Budenholzer after last night's win as well. How much credit do you give, Coach Bud? Come on. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. deck watch the boats go by our friends at smoke on the water on okachi lake right on wisconsin avenue stop out grab yourself some dinner maybe watch some of the other games tonight 76ers hosting the heat you can check that game out tonight got phoenix playing tonight as well so um you know sit back relax maybe catch a little baseball that isn't uh, you know where you have something emotionally invested in just enjoy yourself tonight because tomorrow it all gets back going for real all over again. That's our friends out there at Smoke on the Water. Also, Sloppy Joe's in Hubertus, on Hubertus. And if you're going to do some breakfast on Sunday, great place to go as well. So the question is, when it comes to uh, Coach Bud and uh, his his hand in last night's victory, uh, we were talking with Kurt Heelan, the lead NBA writer and editor for NBC Sports. And I asked him a little bit earlier today, I said, how much credit should Coach Budenholzer get for the adjustments made via last night's win. I think I think this has been a well coached series of guys, both coaches kind of putting their guys in, in generally good spots. But I think Coach, I think Budenholzer has proven over the last few years that he's like he's somebody who's really grown as a coach and really developed an ability to. He wasn't this adaptable before, and I just not like he didn't make adjustments, but he kind of wanted to. I think it's a Popovich thing. They they want to win their way. I think he's adapted to making that, not necessarily losing all of that, but, hey, man, all right, we got it. You're right. We got to get more Bobby Portis out there. He just, for whatever reason, he makes things happen in the series. The matchups work for him. Um, 
I, I think you've got to give your coach credit for. Yeah, you're right. Like whatever. Part of it is that. Part of it is the adjustments. Part of it is getting them to buy into the adjustments. Not there's plenty of coaches who can go in the room and lay out what you should do, and then the players go do what they want anyway. He's mm-hmm. got everybody buying in. He's got everybody pulling the rope in the same direction, and that's honestly at the NBA level, that's half the job. John over on the Bud Light live stream says, "Coach gets a ton of credit. Not afraid of adjustments. Good base scheme." So. Coming out of the uh, coming out of the uh, the discussion from last night, Coach Budenholzer after the game uh, discussed his defense, his team, and the fact that they only allowed eight points over the final eight minutes. No, we got to you know look at the film. We just you know I think guys dug in. A lot of guys played you know individual defense, the pride, the effort. I'm sure we'll look at the film. They probably missed a couple that you know they they feel like are good looks. You know so. We just got to try and make them, make them earn everything and, and have more of those stretches defensively um, from the start to the end. So when Al Horford came down and got that big dunk and the place went nuts and it put him back up six late in the ball game and you thought, oh, boy, this is, this is, this is probably where if you were starting to get your hope that that hope might have been dashed a little bit. Uh, Coach Bud talks about that because they bounced back. Right after that, it didn't affect them. They, they, like he said, they kind of dug in. We talk about you know having high character guys, having competitive guys, and that those are things that are hard to like quantify and feel and everything. But to, you know, it's a big play by Horford, and but you know we were able to make some big plays behind it. You know, able to turn it. So it's just you know credit to our players. Um, we just got to keep the same mindset. We got to keep coming. We got to be ready. Uh, you know, for the next game. As much as there were big moments in that game last night, um, you can look at you know Pat Connaughton and the free throws that he hit under pressure. <laughs> the crazy, oh, my God, oh, no, oh, yes moment when Giannis took that far three from the top. Uh, but then you get down to really kind of the, the, the big play of the game was when Smart was driving, and up behind him came Drew Holiday, who had the wherewithal not to just block the shot, but to block the shot and hang on to the ball, not slap it out of bounds to give them another opportunity, plus to then turn around and throw the ball into Marcus Smart. Budenholzer talks about it. Yeah, just a great inst- instinctive play by Drew. Smart just, you know, looked, had an angle, um, drove the baseline, and, you know, it's a big-time play. That's what Drew, um, you know, is very capable of. Um, Man, I give him a little more credit than that, but, you know, that's Coach Budenholzer. Very... Very monotone. Uh, he talks about Drew Holiday and, and the fact that Drew Holiday, since really coming into the orga- organization, has been a winner. He's a winner. Drew Holiday's a winner. You ask any player in this league, any coach in this league, he's a winner. The I go back to the three-point by Giannis, the three-pointer. How, how big that was. And like I said, it was a moment where when it was taken, I think we all put palm to forehead or maybe we put our cheeks in our hands and went, and then it it went in and the hands then immediately went above above our heads to scream, oh, my God, yes. Uh, But Budenholzer talks about how big that three was. Yeah, you know, I think it was 105-99, you know, so that three just, you know, cuts that six-point lead right back in half, gives him a good feeling, gives our team a good feeling. You know, you've got to go get a stop, but – you know, the timeliness of that shot, you know, it's, it's, uh, I guess it's, it's obvious. It doesn't need much description. The other, um, 
I guess if you want to call it the move that he made, was listening to a lot of you who were calling this program and saying, you know what, as much as you like George Hill in the presence, it's got to be Bobby Portis who gives you those those junkyard dog energy minutes, so to speak. And Budenholzer talked about how Bobby Portis, he just, he's got a nose for the ball, man. I mean, he has a nose for the ball. He has a nose for scoring. You know, it's just, it's a huge play. You know, he just keeps coming. Uh, some guys might be frustrated. Bobby just keeps coming. I think we got to stop on the other end. And um, and then he's able to make, you know, just, you know, a huge, huge play on the offensive board put back. So, you know, he's, he's just a competitive guy. He brings a huge fire to our team. Giannis, uh, Giannis kind of pontificated last night and put uh, chin to hand and said, you know, it wouldn't be bad uh, just getting a year off because they have played a lot of basketball. They've gone deep into the seasons, obviously. And this was some of the talk that, you know, when LeBron was going into finals every year that, you know, how much how much time extra are you playing as opposed to a lot of the other guys that are taking a, a year off and resting, so to speak, almost. And Giannis jokes, he goes, oh, I wonder if I got paid if I just kind of called it a year. Do you guys think if I take a year off uh... – uh, out of after this season, do I still get paid? How, do you guys know how it works? They, they might pay you. They might pay you. Yeah, I think they answer. If I take if I take a year off, yeah. what would I do? Yeah. <sighs> I'll disappear. I'll go to an island in Greece, stay with my family, and uh, disappear for a year. But no. But when Chris comes back, he makes the team a uh, lot better and. Um, but at the end of the day, like we gotta focus on what we have to do right now. We gotta go watch film, take care of our body, and execute in game six. He's too competitive. He'd he'd start playing pickup games over there on an island somewhere. That's for sure. Uh, and the big thing that he talks about, obviously, the three pointer. Uh, the the three pointer is you know even he says, hey, look, when when Stan Van Gunny was like, no, not a smart move. Giannis, believe it or not, even hitting the shot and gaining confidence, agrees it wasn't a smart move. If you're not confident and comfortable enough to take that shot, you know, for a person that is being criticized for uh, his uh, shooting, you don't take that shot. You wait, you give the ball to the point guard, you have like a full play, you set a pick and roll, so everybody touches, driving kicks, find the open shot, find the open man, try to get a good shot. But as I said, like, I worked on it, you know, I worked on it and um, I, I felt, I felt the ball good in my hand and I was able, you know, had the, had the nerves at the time to um, take that shot. Giannis, uh, the one big note coming out of last night's postgame presser was huge win, big breathe. Oh, yeah. But the the job's not done. Uh, you know, again, we can talk about this team, you know, and doing what they've done, much like years past. But just getting the win, your season's not over. That's not the finish line. That's just another another small battle that you won. We just keep going back and forth, you know, and at the end of the day, like, you get too high for this. You know, obviously, it's great to win the game and great to go back home and feel good about ourselves, but uh, the job, the job's not done. Also, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday making big plays yesterday, and like I said, it was Bobby. Pat Connaughton hit the free throws. He was a part of that. But Bobby Portis, Drew Holiday, uh, and Giannis, those three really kind of threw the, that team in the final moments on their back and made the plays, and Giannis gives credit to uh, to Drew Holiday. Big time plays down the stretch, and uh, you know that's what Drew does. It's crazy. Sometimes we take it for granted, you know, but at the end of the day, like we live or die with uh, Drew making decisions like that. You know, going for a steal, you know, putting his hands, you know, in there. Like we've won a, a lot of games with him doing that, and uh, those two plays were big time. And then the question comes up and says, you know, 
down the stretch, Chris Middleton wasn't playing that great. And you guys, you know, beat the Bulls quite handily, right? He went down on April 20th. You finished off the Bulls. You've been down to a team that shoots extremely well, but yet you came back. You know, maybe this team doesn't need Chris Middleton. Here's what Giannis had to say. You know, obviously Chris is a big part of what we do. Uh, we can say we don't need Chris. It's going to be a lie. They cannot think that way. We got to keep playing good basketball. Keep putting ourselves in the position to win, and uh, hopefully Chris can be healthy to come back and uh, join us and uh, help us. Uh, you know, it makes us, makes us a lot better. He says... Chris makes us a lot better. Uh, so for on the outside looking in, it may look like they're winning without Chris Middleton, but it also then on the inside, not only do they feel more confident with Middleton, but it also takes some of the pressure off some of the other guys if Middleton is there as well. And I wonder what his minutes are going to be like when he finally does return to the court. I highly doubt that he's going to be back for game six uh, tomorrow night. I highly doubt that. It's only three weeks and a few days since the injury. Um, next Wednesday will be four weeks. So I'm not... Real hopeful that Chris Middleton's going to be back until maybe a couple of games into the Eastern Conference Finals. Should the Bucks, should the Bucks make it there? Uh, John says Giannis's three point was so big, but what was even more surprising was the fact that he even took the shot after not shooting that great from beyond the arc. And John, I would completely agree. But like Giannis said, he just had confidence that he was going to hit it. He just felt like he felt he was going to make it when we come back though the hero of the game drew holiday we're going to hear from him going to hear from bobby portis as well this portion of the bill michael show being brought to you by our friends at j and l tire service they're out there in uh, in johnson creek and in watertown but the one right there in, in johnson creek right off of the highway just north of 94 if you're a soccer mom if you're on the road doing sales or maybe you're driving around right now in a big rig. They can handle all of it. Oil changes to truck and trailer repair. Whatever you need, they've got tires, brakes, oil changes, tractor trailer repair, trailer repair. They can do it all. So uh, get a hold of Lyle out there. They're great people. He does a bunch of philanthropic work. It's just a good guy to deal with. So get a hold of our friends out there at jandltire.com. That's jandltire. Dot com. Tell them we sent you because they're just they're people in today's day and age. You got to be able to trust and you got to get it done efficiently and economically. And they do all of that. They check all of those boxes. Good people at JNL Tire. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. to have you. Hey, uh, Growth Law Firm pronounced growth, although they're spelled Groth, G-R-O-T-H. They support uh, bikers' rights all over the state of Wisconsin, and they're a big sponsor and supporter of our uh, 15th annual poker run coming up on Sunday, September 4th. We do it for Fisher House, Wisconsin, military members, veterans, their families. And uh, if you can help us out, by all means, please go to Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run, or just simply go to FisherHouseWI.org and go to the events page, and you can see it right there. But thanks to Growth Law Firm coming back again this year. And they are uh, listed as one of the nation's 20 best motorcycle injury attorneys uh, going back a couple of years by BikerJusticeUSA.com. And they're just great people, and they, they, they came to us and said, we'd love to be a part of this. 
So thanks to them again for uh, being a part of the mo- Motorcycle Poker Run coming up again on Sunday, September 4th. And uh, that is the uh, the Big, Unit, Big Units Poker Run. It's our 15th annual anniversary year this year, so it's going to be great. Uh, so that being said, Drew Holiday, speaking of great, last night the three-pointer to tie the game at 105. He talks about it. It was a wide open shot. Um, it, was, it was a shot where Bobby Pumphank, white guy, flew by. Another guy came at him, so they were scrambling. And uh, at that point, I can't really turn it down. It was a wide open shot. It was a good look for me and shoot with confidence. And I mean, every shot that I take, I think is going in. I'm pretty mad when I miss him because I feel like they should have went in. So really just sat in there and locked in and, and knocked it down. The block of Marcus Smart, like I said, I mean, there's there's a lot of things you can look at. You can look at the free throws that were hit by Pat Connaughton. Uh, you can look at Bobby Portis's putback, obviously Giannis with the big three at the top uh, of the arc, all of that. But r- the play of the game was after the Bucks taken had taken the lead. Marcus Smart starts to drive the basket. Drew Holiday comes from behind, not only having the wherewithal to block the shot, but to grab the ball, not have swatted out of bounds, and then as he's falling out of bounds to take it and fire it into the chest. First fake up Marcus Smart into the air with his arms up and then throw the ball into his chest only to bounce off and go out of bounds and be Bucks basketball because it you know bounced off of Marcus Smart of the Celtics. He talks about the block of Marcus Smart. I just saw Marcus drive and Pat kind of cut him off and he felt like he couldn't see Jalen Brown behind him. So um, I just went up for extra protection and, and got the block. The uh, the team came back. They had so many things going against them. They weren't shooting the ball nowhere near as good as what Boston was at the time. Boston had not really been turning the ball over too much. Uh, the Bucks, uh, they were kind of going toe for toe, but they, they just couldn't close the gap consistently. But, uh, you know, Drew Holiday talks about how they came back despite so many things going against them. I think a lot of it is just confidence in ourselves. I mean, obviously we're in Boston. We're down 14 in the fourth quarter. Like, kind of just people would say that everything's against us, but we come together and I feel like we've, we've done that multiple times and, and we'll live and die by that. Uh, having each other's backs, uh, just wrapping arms and going out there and fighting. and honestly, just leaving it on the line, leaving it out there on the court every single game. The, um, I mentioned the block and then having this, the, the wherewithal to hang on to the ball and still create the bucks possession out of that. And drew holiday talks about, you know, just, just having the intuit to be able to do that. I mean, yeah, I didn't want to hit it. And make it go out of bounds. I wanted to keep it inbound. I think it's just kind of, like you said, instinctual. Uh, it's not like I planned it out or anything. Just went after it. So yeah, just try to grab it. And then uh, you look at uh, what he had done uh, regarding Giannis and the fact that uh, you know he gets the ball into the into the paint, kicks it back out. Portis, Giannis, Giannis, Portis, and then all of a sudden Giannis hits that big three. I mean, just being Giannis. Um, we rely on him for so many things, defensively, but especially offense. Um, you know, he kind of gets us going. And, again, to shoot it with that type of confidence where people don't consider him a three-point shooter, but him being that open and it being a kick-out three, that's what he's been working on. And uh, timely three, and he knocked it in. Yeah, big time, big time shot. Uh, Drew Holiday also says Giannis was just kind of, you know, being Giannis when he took that three and then hit it. Also, uh, he says he's never uh, had a lack of confidence, uh, you know, even if he's struggling, because people talk about, you know, Drew Holiday, oh, don't shoot, don't shoot. you, you got to shoot your way out of it. He said he's never had a lack of confidence when he's shooting the basketball. 
same way. There's a lot of shots that I, I've been taking and, and I like, and they might hit back rim or they might rim out. Again, I, I got the type of team and coaches that tell me to continue to shoot that because they're going to need it. And I mean, down the stretch, I had a wide open three. Uh, then last but not least, uh, you know, just obvious, a huge win for the Milwaukee Bucks. It's a big win. That was the plan. plan was to come here and to get a win. And no matter if it was we were up 20, no matter if we were down 20, uh, we wanted to leave here with the win. And, and we did the best we could and, and got the win. That's exactly what they did. Got the win. Now can they close it out? Game six at the Pfizer Forum coming up tomorrow night. Big time. Big time. We'll see what actually happens. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Want to hit us up? Feel free to go ahead and do so again. 877-867-1670. Uh, let's go to our buddy Mike in West Dallas. Mike, how you doing, man? What's going on? I'm doing great today. How you doing, Bill? Are you there? Today is one. Yeah, today is one of those good days where you know you 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 were starting to think that today. I'm. Tr- I was already in my head in the third quarter thinking, how am I going to uh, put the band aid on this open wound on the show today, only to have the Bucks come back and make this extremely easy. Yeah, it was it was an NBA classic yesterday. Not just for as a Bucks fan, but for any NBA fan in general. But there's kind of two areas that I wanted to cover. First, I think uh, Coach Bud. Deserves a lot of credit. Uh, he made the right adjustments yesterday. Bobby Portis played a lot of minutes. Lopez sat the fourth quarter. He was ineffective. Portis, 14 points, 15 rebounds. Then Al Horford didn't beat him yesterday. He wasn't getting those wide-open jump shots like he's been getting all series. And there was a lot better ball movement yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, Giannis got his, but there was a lot of guys that you know were penetrating into the lane looking for open shooters. Um and I, I think another person that is being uh, overlooked in all this is John Horace. Um, I think he deserves a lot of credit for putting the Bucks in the right position uh, to win championships with Giannis. First of all, the trade for Drew Holiday uh, a couple years ago will go down as one of the best trades in Bucks history. And he made that trade not knowing if Giannis was coming back. So it was a huge gamble uh, for him to give up three first-round uh, to get you know the two-way player that is Drew Holiday. They don't win the title last year without him, uh, and I don't think they're going to win the title this year without him either. He's made the two best defensive plays in Bucks history, uh, the play against Devin Booker last year in the finals, and then the play yesterday uh, against Marcus Smart. He, he was able to get Bobby Portis back on a minimum veteran deal. Bobby Portis is a $10 million a year type of player. Uh, that's what he would have gotten. Uh, on the open market had he not agreed to come back to the Bucks, and then bringing mm-hmm. back Pat, Pat Connaughton on a, a two-year $10 million deal. Where would the where would the Bucks be without Pat Connaughton this year? So oh, God, yeah. Over, yeah, so overall, I mean, this Celtics series, it feels a lot like last year, Bill, when they played the Nets, and that whoever wins this series, even though it's not the Eastern Conference Finals, it really feels like whoever wins this series is going to the Finals. Uh, because I, I think that the Celtics or the Bucks are the superior team over the Heat or the 76ers. Uh, and then I, it's anybody's ball game uh, in the finals. But I, I'm super excited. And after the game yesterday, I, I, I'm, I'm writing it down right now on a piece of paper that they're winning the title again this year. I, they're going to have their hands full with whoever comes out of the West, that's for sure. But I'll tell you this, I agree with you. Whoever wins this series is going to the NBA Finals. I, I don't I don't have much doubt in that. And I agree with you on the uh, the deal to bring in Drew Holiday. Uh, don't, the only thing that I wish they could have done, and I know it wasn't a big deal at the time, I wish they could have held on to P.J. Tucker. That's the only thing I wish they could have done. 
because P.J. Tucker kind of left here feeling that they disrespected him in some way, shape, or form. I wish they would have given him an offer and said, hey, you know, we want to bring you back and actually brought him back to keep that that group together, that mentality. But the, the guy that has picked up the slack where P.J. Tucker has dropped off when he, you know, upon his absence has been Bobby Portis. And to see Bobby Portis get the minutes last night and then get ultimately the tip in the go-ahead was fantastic. But I agree with you, man. Appreciate the phone call as always. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And if you're feeling the heat inside your house right now, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin keeps the heat out, keeps the cold out, keeps you nice and comfortable inside all season long. All you got to do is call them, 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. Again, 855-PELLA-WI. See for yourself all what Pella has to offer. Good, good people over there. Different lines, different six different lines, three wood, one from the Impervia, which is kind of like the fiberglass, and then two vinyl windows. The economical, economical side, they have different uh, financing options for you to fit any style, any budget, any decor. They can match it to your home's interior. All that kind of good stuff from one company. That is our friends from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. Again, that is PellaWI.com. We're going to wrap it up next in the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome. Hey, if you're going to be out and about tonight, maybe you want to relax. Take it easy. A little bocce ball, you know? It's warm outside. Take a beverage outside. Our friends at Albanese's Roadhouse. Perfect spot for you right there on Blue Mountain Road next to Menards in the uh, Waukesha area. Some Italian food, maybe that meatball sandwich, pizza, good to go. Bocce ball outside. You're fine. Good night. Good night. That's Albanese's Roadhouse. Tell Joey... And uh, his staff say, we said hi. We said hi. You may see me in there this weekend. I don't know. Not quite sure what I got going on yet. Uh, I'm going to do a little Calderon tomorrow night. I know that. But might be some motorcycle rides and such and uh, just an enjoyable, relaxing weekend. Hopefully we're celebrating Bucks and Six. Great stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670. Before we go, we would be remiss if we didn't hear one of the, hear from one more of the uh, heroes from yesterday, Bobby Portis talked about the offensive rebound and the putback to take the lead and ultimately give the Bucks the win. Um, one of our videographers, um, she um, sent me all the you know game tapes of you know their free throws and where they miss at the most and things like that. And uh, most of the time, Giannis always misses like front rim, so I just try to get in the front somewhere in the front rim somewhere and. It was just lucky. I was blessed and fortunate that it came to me, um, you know, at that at that moment. Talk about that. Talk about the, the I want to hear that again, because it, listen to there was a there's a tendency that's been noted. And he took that the film of that, the the discussion regarding that and ran with it. Listen to what he says about the position he needed to be in because of the understanding of the circumstance in the play. Um, one of our videographers, um, she um, sent me all the you know game tapes of you know their free throws and where they miss at the most and things like that. 
And uh, most of the time, Giannis always misses, like, front rim. So I just try to get in the front, somewhere in the front rim, somewhere. And it was just lucky. I was blessed and fortunate that it came to me, um, you know, at that at that moment. One of the videographers noticed that if Ron, Giannis is going to miss, he's going to miss front rim. So he saw that coming and got it. That... You think it's just a bunch of dudes down there fighting under the basket when in reality it's there's so much that goes into it. But think about the depth of that for a moment. Just to notice that if Giannis is going to miss, he's going to miss front rim. He misses there more than anything. Which would also maybe explain some of the free throw shooting that he's had issues with. Front rim could be depth perception, what have you. But regardless, he knew that was coming. And or at least felt that it would be, and so he got in position in the right place. It's just, it's amazing. He also talks about Drew Holiday saving the day, man. You know that big time block he had to seal the game for us was big. Um, you know, coming, you know, from behind, um, Marcus, Mom, he might have got it off and he could have went in, but I'm um, lucky and happy that you know Drew was there uh, to save the day. And uh, the Bucks getting a big win. We talked, we talked about it almost in nauseum, but. He talks about how you get a big win, even though you're not shooting great. In the playoffs, it's not about making shots or nothing like that. It's just about um, possession for possession, uh, getting the best shot available and playing good defense and staying solid and trusting the game plan. Um, You know, shots are going to go in, shots are not going to fall some days, but um, we're a team that hangs our hats on on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, that's what, you know, helps us get wins. Um, Look at our run last year. I hate talking about the pass, but... Um, we didn't really shoot it well last year either, but we hung our hats on on that side of the ball. So players go to many different sources. They go to grade school coaches. They go to high school coaches, college coaches, whatever. You go to maybe a position coach. Uh, remember James Jones called his old high school coach, said, man, I'm just not catching the ball the way I should. And his high school coach said, well, every time I watch you, you're starting to run with the ball before you actually catch it, on and on and on. So Bobby Portis says – yeah, there's there's one person he goes to for a little bit of advice who had some advice for him and said, oh, by the way, this is what you need to do. Growing up as a kid, you know, I really wasn't like never skilled or really uh, had like one thing that I really did well. I was always like a like a jack all trade, did everything good, but none great. But one thing I always did was add like a high motor, um, big energy. And my mom always told me as a kid just to be a garbage man. And um, being a garbage man is you want scoring opportunities. If you're not getting the ball passed to you, um, you go get the ball on offensive glass. And that's one thing my mom always taught me. Mom, how about that? Mom always told me you're not going to get the ball passed to you a lot. You're not a big time shooter, but you got some height. You got some ability. Go get the ball. Go get the ball. How about that? Going back to i uh, going to take a piece of advice from mom. Good stuff all the way around, and hopefully the Bucks can continue to keep it going. Uh, the Bucks tomorrow night down at the Pfizer Forum. Brewers off tonight, back at it in Miami tomorrow night as well. So we're going to have a, a full dose of baseball and basketball. Uh, just a little heads up, uh, you've got some games that are in action today. Uh, the Reds, by the way, are on the road taking on the Pirates, which we talked a little bit about a little bit earlier. The Cardinals currently losing to the Orioles, and maybe the Brewers gain a little bit of space between them, themselves and the Cardinals uh, should this score hold up. It's after six innings, court, uh, Orioles leading one to nothing in that contest. Uh, Cubs off today, but uh, the only other game going on in the Central, like I said, Reds and Pirates. Uh, some other day games today. you got 11-3 to in the eighth right now. Astros 
over the Twins. Mets three to nothing over the Nationals. A's right now three to two over the Tigers. Everything else coming up later on tonight. Phillies and Dodgers out on the West Coast. White Sox are hosting the Yankees. Rangers doing the same with the Royals and then the Astros in the second game of the Twinville today. Coming up a little bit later on this evening, uh, Astros and Twins going to be going at it in Game Two. And that pretty much, uh, you know, wraps it up as far as the Major League Baseball schedule. So there you go. So that's going to kind of do it. Learned a little bit today and uh, just sat back and enjoyed the day that is the Milwaukee Bucks glory. And tomorrow, can it actually be a T-shirt of, again, Bucks in six? Bucks in six as the Bucks take on the Boston Celtics down at the Pfizer Forum. Uh, I want to say thanks again to a lot of our sponsors, including our friends over there at Skipper Buds. Todd and the gang, they continue to get boats in almost every day. So stop in, tell them we said hi, uh, specifically because uh, they continue to uh, bolster their inventory. And Todd's the guy that makes the deals. He's the GM over there. Call him 262-544-1200. That's 262-544-1200 over there at our friends at Skipper Buds. That's it. That's it. Enjoy the day today. Get out. Uh, weather's nice. Maybe a little rain coming up tomorrow into Saturday, but that, that's it. Good stuff. I think I'm going to go cut the grass. Throw the headsets on, listen to some music, grill out tonight. Yeah. Some grass cutting. That's it. Ben, still no uh, air conditioning, right? No, sir. There you go. Find a cool place to sit for a while before you have to go home and swelter in the heat. I'll be here for a and while, it, which is good. Okay. Tonight, you've got Kenny and Heilprin coming up on many of these same stations. Until we talk again tomorrow, have a going. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.